This is a Rooster Teeth production. May 31st, 1920, an oil tanker named the SS Selma hits a jetty off the coast of Tampico, Mexico. The impact rips a hole in the ship's hull and it's taken to Galveston for repairs. When those don't work, the wreckage of the ship becomes a permanent landmark on the Gulf Coast of Texas. Texas, baby. All right. <laughs> Woo! I'm Charlotte. I'm Patrick. I'm Brian. Ahoy and welcome aboard Ship Hits the Fan, a podcast about some of history's most notable uh-ohs and whoopsies on the high seas and gulfs. <laughs> and lakes. Mm -hmm. Rivers. And rivers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cricks. Yeah. What is Galveston? Yeah, what's Galveston's deal? It is, Galveston's a little notorious in the state of Texas. Uh, some people love it. Some people hate it. I've, I definitely fall into the former camp and a couple of weeks ago took the family for a little a little weekender down to the coast. The Galveston and, Gars. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was looking out uh, our, our, the place where we had lunch, looked out over the harbor and I saw a bunch of ships and I thought there's got to be some stuff that happened in Galveston that we can make an episode out of. And there is, at least for a bonus, I, there's, a, there's enough odds and ends, I think, that this will be a fun one. Good. It Good. better be. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, Galveston, it, it's, uh, it, it's, you know, maybe not the best, but it's not Hawaii. It's yeah, not yeah. uh I don't think anyone LA. was saying it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think there were any There was there was no confusion there, Brian. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> It's got a little dirt under its toenails yeah, for yeah. a beach town. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So so before we talk about the SS Selma, let's talk about Galveston. Let's get into it because it does have a colorful history. And once upon a time, the coastal city that's situated on a barrier island, which in hindsight, not a great idea to put a city on a barrier island. No, Probably not no. something we would do in 2022. Yeah. 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 We're going to have them for another maybe three years at this point. But it's already there. So there's nothing to be done now. No. Right. Right. But back in the day, and we're talking, we're talking 1800s, one of the biggest ports in the U.S. And I'll give you all some perspective. Late 19th century. Port of Galveston, the busiest on the Gulf Coast. And you're like, okay, well, who cares? It's the Gulf Coast. It was also considered to be the second busiest port in the whole country behind only the port of New York City. New wow. York City? <laughs> Which I'm sure they still are mad about. Oh, I'm positive. Yeah, yeah. They can't make salsa up there and they stole <laughs> nope. all our port business. <laughs> So yeah, Galveston, big deal back back in the 1800s. Then bad news, a hurricane in 1900 pretty much wiped out the town, almost completely killed an estimated 6,000 to 12,000 people. That's a quite a range. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, it, it just, I think the port itself was relatively unscathed, but Galveston itself was just destroyed. There was just no and more Galveston. Yeah, exactly. And and that kind of led to a shift from the port of Galveston being kind of the major port in the Gulf to the port of Houston. Industry kind of flocked there. So, yeah, that was kind of the end of Galveston's prominence in terms of just a major port. But after that, made a comeback, baby. It All right. emerged during Prohibition as a bit of a tourist hub, a place where you could you could take the family. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Is the, do, do the Galvestonians uh, still have a chip on their shoulder towards H-Town? 
I would imagine, I mean, I'm not from that area, but I would imagine there's a rivalry because I think it's a spot because it's only like maybe an hour outside of Houston. It's only mm-hmm. like three and a half hours away from Austin. So oh, okay. you're getting a lot of Texas traffic going down there. You want, you want to hit the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Is there going to be some seaweed? Are the beaches as beautiful? No, they're not. They're, 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 they tend to be brown. The ground is silt from the Mississippi, basically, so it's really fine. But it doesn't have that nice blue or green that you're going to get in in Hawaii or the Caribbean or Florida. Yeah, yeah. Really? That's okay. You know, you go to the beaches here, you leave covered in tar half the time. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I'm or or a plane is uh, dumping its emissions on you yeah, from yeah. directly overhead. Yeah. And I'm going to the Jersey Shore in a couple weeks. Or a SpaceX rocket. A SpaceX is falling rocket. apart over yeah. the beach. I guess. Y'all get tar there? Yeah. Oh, we, we got tons of tar here. There's a lot of oil, especially near the coast yeah. in LA. A lot of liquefied uh, mammal. And uh, uh, I, I have left the beach with like a foot that was just covered in tar. And it took like four weeks to get rid of. <laughs> that's why, so we, that's like why we call them tar, like animals? tarfoot brown. Yeah, it's just like it comes up from the earth. Yeah, LA's got tons of oil. Like we still have like active oil derricks. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. I was gonna say our oil comes from the multitude of drilling platforms. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, of course. Golf. So we have those, but apparently none of them are operational. Huh? They're just out there. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I, I I looked into it once because I was just very curious. Because I probably claim gotta, one. Yeah, I gotta get out on one of those. You gotta those get days. out. I mean, you're a lord of sea land. Yes. I don't know if we've oh, covered yeah. that on the podcast before, but Patrick is a lord of a sea nation. Yeah, a fake. Uh, is that what you got me? For your was birthday, a couple yeah. years ago, yeah, it's yeah. Sealand. Okay, cool. I got you a lordship. Yeah, it was only fifty bucks. Pretty, that's a steal. I know. Yeah, um, but yeah, they like there's those big oil derricks all off, and I think like maybe one or two of them might be operational, but the rest are. I think it's like a big legal, environmental thing that mm-hmm. they can't really operate anymore very much, but they still have to sort of keep them. I'm sure it's they super have to keep dangerous. Them, like tuned to, up because yeah. obviously all those holes are still drilled. You can't undrill. Uh, oh yeah. See, I thought they couldn't drill off there at all. I that's interesting. That's news. Can't they me. just fill it in with trash? Two birds? <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. still- uh, I don't know if they can I don't know if they can drill any more, but there definitely are quite a few, especially off like long if you go to like Long Beach, you can yeah. look at and there's a ton of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, along the Texas and Louisiana coast, your your Mississippi and Alabama, it has long been a free for all. You can oh, drill. Yeah, of course. If you, if you can bring your own drill, yeah. you can, you <laughs> yeah, can yeah. Just set up shop. I, yeah. I'd like, like yeah. to see those Democrats come down there and tell them to stop. Like, good luck with that, you know? <laughs> drill, baby, drill. That's what I'm saying. We need more spills. We need more spills. <laughs> yeah. I, I, went to I, a, I, I went to an aquarium in New Orleans one time and it was all subsidized. Like one of the main sponsors was like Shell Oil. Yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah. Or Exxon Mobil. And they had this, they, there's all this propaganda mixed in with, you know, your sea turtles and jellyfish about mm-hmm. how great the oil industry is. <laughs> and I remember in one, uh, one, uh, one placard had a thing. There would be no golf without the oil industry. Uh, What? Yeah, there would. Yeah, Yeah. it's a it's a naturally occurring body of water, an enormous (laughs) one at that. (laughs) Uh, uh, What? 
I wonder if they get to count all their cleanup efforts when they're like cleaning up after their own spills, if they get to write that off as Almost charitable contributions. Almost certainly, <laughs> yeah. Like the beach cleanups and stuff. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm sure like instead of like a feeding, you can watch them show. That's actually good for, for, for crustaceans yeah, to be covered in oil the, slick. Yeah, it's like a facial yeah. peel. Anyway. That their own scientists will tell you. Yes. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, Galveston, it, it, it was a huge, you know, super busy port. After the hurricane uh, and then prohibition comes along and it, it comes back as a tourist hub. You can take the family down there. And also, and here's where we get to the fun part. Huge magnet for crime. Okay. Huge. Oh, yeah. Do we have like an was, Atlantic but, City situation going on here. Pretty much. Yeah, it was. Uh, and, and for a long time, for decades, from basically the 20s to the 1950s, the island was run by a criminal syndicate led by a pair of brothers from Sicily. Sorry to stereotype, but this is just history here, people. <laughs> Sam and Rosario Maceo. Uh, they, they kind of worked their way up. They were part of like a beach gang that kind of did some criminal things. And then they eventually kind of took over the whole island well, for, yeah, I mean, for a long time. Sicilians thrive on an island with a bad reputation from the mainland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, Galveston became a major tourist destination. Uh, obviously, coastal location that helps. But you know what? Even more so, illegal liquor and gambling. Oh, it, cool. That was a huge drawing point. And you got to figure Houston's right there. They're like, let's go, let's go hit up the craps tables. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the gambling situation in Texas? Is it legal? Um, there is lotteries, but I don't casino gambling they they there's a lobby and they definitely try but it is not legal yeah it's oh, okay. like this weird like like the, texas you would think it would be like well it's free enough to have it but there's that like puritanical tilt to it all right yeah baptist historically not cool with with gambling and games of chance so i i think that still kind of keeps them out i've spent like time in montana and south dakota and that's like a total like Every bar I ever went to in Montana had slot machines and mm -hmm. South Dakota, like the gas stations have slot machines. That's crazy. That's so oh, strange. I don't know why Texas. Yeah, I don't know. Get it together, Texas. <laughs> Gambling should be everywhere. Yeah, I, I grew up in when I was a, I was born in Louisiana. I was there till I was like nine. And I, as a kid, it wasn't legal. But I feel like in the like late 80s, they legalized it. And every time we go back now, that's all you see are just billboards. Mm -hmm. It's all oh, gambling yeah. billboards yeah. and personal injury attorneys. Well, yeah, oh, of, well course. of course. Yeah. Pennsylvania only recently relatively uh, allowed casinos. Now they're popping up all over. Oh. But why would you go? You could pop on down to AC. Yeah. Oklahoma also, and I, and, and when I was a, a, a younger, a younger adult, uh, we, we, we lived in Wichita Falls, Texas, which is on the Oklahoma border. Oklahoma, uh, various tribes have it. So you can oh, like, yeah, yeah. hop over. Yeah, that's what it was. Take your little drive over to Oklahoma. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, Galveston kind of did whatever it wanted. For a long time, it was known as the Sin City of the Gulf. Uh, pretty, that's an okay nickname, but we're going to yeah. get to a better one in just a second. Okay. Helping its lawless reputation was the fact that Galveston was basically left alone by law enforcement. They did not... The, the outside uh, outside law enforcement, I guess, just didn't get involved. And I assume law enforcement on the island was just in the pocket of the Maceo brothers. Yeah. Wow. 
So at this time, locals referred to the island as the, quote, free state of Galveston. <laughs> <laughs> There's that Lone Star spirit. Yeah. yeah, baby. Isn't that the name of like the, what they call Boulder in the stand? Oh, no, it's the Boulder Free Zone. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's one for just for Colorado? Me. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. it's a Stephen King book. No, I know that the okay. stand is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it did, okay, never mind. We'll talk about it off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want, you want your booze, you want your prostitution, you want your gambling. Galveston was where you went. And it was used as a blueprint by gangsters for what they would later do in Las Vegas. Yeah. So kind of yeah. what they would legally do. By the 50s, though, Galveston, their, Galveston's outlaw days pretty much come to an end. Both Maceo brothers were dead, not by violence, natural causes. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think it was like heart and, and other things. But other criminal figures at that time, they moved their operations pretty much all to Vegas. So mm. Galveston kind of back to just being a tourist town, which brings us back to ships. Ah. While the Port of Galveston's, its heyday is obviously long behind it. It's no longer a den of iniquity, but the island still has a, a lot of shipping traffic. There are cruises, there, there's still some port traffic, and of course, shipwrecks. Oh. So. That's why that's the it. podcast. That's why we're talking <laughs> yeah. about it. This is, a, this is a long wind up to talking about some shipwrecks. I like it. Um, I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that Patrick likes it. <laughs> uh, so one notable wreck, the USS Westfield. This was during the Civil War. It was a side wheel steam ferry boat. It was stationed in Galveston. Uh, it was the flagship of the U.S. Navy in Galveston, which consisted of six ships. So. There you go. Yeah. But uh, obviously Galveston had been captured from the Confederacy early in the war. That's why the Union was there and stationed. But the Confederates retook the city in the Battle of Galveston on January 1st, 1863, during which the Westfield ran aground on a sandbar in Galveston Harbor while Union ships were under attack by the Confederate Army warships. So the Union took an L there, and they decided to blow up the Westfield oh. to prevent it being captured by Confederates. I love that. Okay, yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure, Makes sure, Makes sense. Sure. We're at war. Yeah. I imagine the captain shed a single tear as he detonated the... Uh, oh, well, I have some bad news. <laughs> oh, what? Um, bad news. He may have... I don't know if he had time to. All right, what is it? Her commanding officer, William B. Renshaw, and a crew member died when the explosives detonated sooner than expected. I don't know if they used a big pole to do it or what. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the Civil War. That was the uh, going practice. Yeah. <laughs> but not a long enough pole. No. 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 So the wreck of the Westfield remains underwater in Galveston Bay. It is not visible, but they excavated a 10,000-pound cannon what? from the ship. In 2014, Ten. can't believe it sunk. Well, I guess Ten they blew it up. Thousand pounds, and is that your standard imperial pound, or is there a Galveston pound? <laughs> I don't know if that was Confederate pounds. Yeah, or Confederate yeah. pounds. Uh, but yeah, there's some other relics along with the cannon. If you want to go, there's a museum in nearby Texas City where those are all displayed. So that's a notable shipwreck. But we're here to talk about the Selma, the big, the big Ooh, girl. Okay. Come on, come on, give it to me, Brian. All right. Open wide, baby birds. Okay. <laughs> so the Selma was an oil tanker built in 1919 in Mobile, Alabama. Part of a dozen ships at the time were built using concrete instead of steel. What? Okay. I guess concrete floats, yep. right? Because people make those concrete canoes. 
Concrete and hope. If it's hollow enough inside, yeah, I, I guess. So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but all right. So you're thinking, why not steel, BG? Well, <laughs> we're talking World War One here, 1919. Steel, very short supply. So that led to basically experimental ships using different kind of materials. And concrete ships had been around for a while at this point. They had made concrete dinghies other things. But in 1917, there was a Norwegian builder who got the attention of the U.S. government. He showed he could make a small ocean-going concrete vessel. The U.S. government was like, yes, help us here. So they hired him to help build 24 concrete ships for the good old U.S. of A. This thing looks crazy. It's a building. Yeah, it looks like a building. <laughs> it's just a it's, building. It's so weird seeing oh like a concrete. Because, I mean, Steel shouldn't float either. Like concrete ships sounds insane, but nothing that a ship is other than wood. Yeah, none of this no, that's stuff true. floats that on its true. own, you know? Yeah. But yeah. like it does look bizarre. And I don't know. Very I can't strange. imagine. Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I can't imagine this is more durable. I or mean, like it seems like if you hit something, yeah, the thing would just crumble, right? It just seems like erosion, like the natural yeah, existence yeah. of water. In the like, water. Yeah. Like I'm looking at the. I mean, if, yeah, if you look at the photo, it's all rebar. It's all rebar. Yeah, it's fill, It's just padded out with rebar. It is reinforced. Yeah, that's where the rebar comes in. But yeah, it does feel like there's something about concrete that you just think that's just going to sink to the I mean, the it's bottom. like it's sand. I mean, as a, as a kid, you know, there's other than like the ice that is just thin enough on the top layer of something that where you step on it and it's like, <sighs> like that's like finding gold. A yeah. A thin layer of ice. Love that. But like second to that would be fluorescent bulbs. And then, like, finding, like, a block of concrete to just throw at things is great. Because oh, yeah. it just explodes. Yeah. Which, maybe not for a ship, is maybe not the best. But as a child, yeah. But I don't think you could make break. a ship out of a thin layer of ice. <laughs> <laughs> Why was the thin layer of ice striking gold? Oh, could you fish in right. it? No, no, no. You, you ever step on in? a crunchy leaf? It's, yeah, it's, it's more like that. It's more like a really crunchy leaf. It's just oh. a very satisfying, oh, yeah. and like... It, it just spider webs out. And, yeah. And, oh, God. And we're it, talking it, about, like, this is like a thin layer that would form on just, like, your lawn. Or something. Yeah, oh, I'm thinking like of like pothole. on a lake or no, something. No, not even I'm on like, a lake. That sounds dangerous. No, although, yeah, lake danger is also very Yeah, fun, ha having but, fallen know. into a frozen yeah. river, I don't super recommend it, but up until that point, it was actually pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so out of those 24 ships that the U.S. commissioned, only about half, 12 concrete ships ended up being built. The Selma, though, was the biggest, 425 feet long. 54 feet wide at its longest point, it was 7,500 tons. That's a, so that's a big a girl. Beast. That's a heavy lady. It's a, yep. a big one. The, the BBW of ships, yes. <laughs> and the Selma, if you're wondering, named to honor Selma, Alabama, oh, for okay. a successful war bond drive. And, <laughs> oh, they must know, have been so proud. Selma's, yeah, some negative connotations these days, but in uh, 1919, uh, they, they, they thought they were thought of for war bonds. Okay, yeah. And this will be all we're known for. This is it. <laughs> it's like Waco in the 50s. They're like, this tornado will be the worst thing that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> so the Selma launches June 28th, just three days after my birthday of 1919, same year. The same day that Germany signed the Treaty of Versailles, which obviously ended World War I. It was over. Germany took the big L. But that also Not meant that the, the Selma... 
Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. They take a this bigger. This is the elevator, worst thing that will is... happen to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just blue skies from yep. here on out. But yeah, that meant that the Selma would never see service in the war. So instead, they just used it as an oil tanker in the Gulf of Mexico. That's what it did. Okay. But then, less than a year into its service, the Selma's career would come to an abrupt end. Mm. Oh no! Very mm. sad. Uh, we're talking May 31st, 1920. As we said in the intro, it hit a jetty in Tampico in Mexico along the coast. It ripped a 60-foot hole in the ship's hull. So maybe you're right about it not being very durable. I don't know. Although a jetty, those are like man-made kind of outcroppings. So those are pretty solid yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I just can't imagine concrete being ripped. I can only see like the whole ship crumbling. Like, I mean, I'm sure, yeah. it's. I mean, the rebar does... Does it a lot of favors there. Yeah, but, I'm sure. Yeah. But but wow. It is probably not a material we would use to build a ship in the year of our Lord 2022. But I, sure. I imagine <laughs> it's very, very cheap. Yeah. It certainly. I mean, like, especially compared to steel, I'm sure it's way cheaper. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, and who am I to, to begin to understand the mind of a Norwegian? Probably cheaper <laughs> when it comes to labor, too. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Just yeah. pour it into a ship mold. We're so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you just need we some dudes on one of those trucks and they're just one of the swirly, the twirly trucks. Yeah. And that's yeah. All you, they they it's get it just, done in an afternoon. It's yeah. the at-home mix. You just put it in a bucket. You <laughs> yeah. stir it quick up. Quick Yeah. Quick creep. That's exactly it. And then, and then you put your handprints on the side of the boat. You write no Pope and you yep. call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jackie so, Hart Michael. <laughs> There's one on a sidewalk by my house. I forget the names. It's like Louise and Greg, 72. And I'm like, aw, I wonder sweet. if they're still together. or so. alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Worked out. Yeah, they could have been 80 when they wrote that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they take they decide to take the Selma to Galveston for repairs. While the damage was repairable, the crew in Galveston did not have the experience of repairing a hull of concrete, so they didn't know what, what to do. Maybe they were out of rebar, I don't know. Yeah. And with no guarantee of fixing it, the U.S. government decided we're, we're going to try to sell it, uh, but nobody wanted a concrete oil tanker with a giant hole in it. Maybe nobody else wanted to bother with it. Weird. So they just yeah. decided, like, we're just going to get rid of this thing. Yeah. Let's just cut our losses. And But the, the area around Galveston is shallow water, so what they had to do is dig a channel that was 1,500 feet long, Whoa. 25 feet deep, and we're just going to push it out into the sea. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> 25. That's not that's that deep. Awesome. You would never do this today. We're just going to leave it. Yeah, just let's dig a hole so that it can sit upright. And just leave it there. It's it's Forever. just so funny yep. because like Texas is not a state with a shortage of space, especially in the early 1900s. Yeah. Like surely there's know, a beach yeah. they could have just put it on. You, you couldn't have broken it up at least. I don't know. Yeah. It's a big concrete ship. I don't, I don't know. But probably yeah, would they dissolve just, if it rained. I think they were just trying to cut their losses and do it the cheapest way possible. Probably. Yes. And have fun with if it. If I yeah. know Texas, yeah. that was definitely the plan. <laughs> yeah. So they they dug this channel. It ended at a point just off Pelican Island. It was. A, right near Galveston, and they laid it to rest March 9th, 1922. Kind of laid it to there. rest. Yeah, yeah imagine yeah. You, yeah. you bury someone and they're still there from the shoulders up. Yeah, they said, we're going to be right back. We're just leaving you here. We're just going to leave you here for a day or two, and then we're going to come back with the repairs. And then, all right, go, 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 go. <laughs> shh, shh, run, 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 run. 
get out, get out of here, get, go, get to the car, get in the car. And, you know, much like the Peter Iredale in, in Oregon, it's been there ever since. It's there. If you're passing on a ferry or you go on a dolphin cruise, it is very, very visible. You can look online. I mean, especially when the tides are low, it's, I mean, it's there. And, and, on a, and, and there's a lot of it still there. It's, you know, like the Peter Iredale, not to, not to shame them, but we got a lot more of the Selma left. Yeah, those bones have been bleaching for a long time. These bones are a little fresher. And they're That's and true. the bones are so yeah. much bigger. Yeah, and made of rebar. Yeah. It's Texas, baby. It does. It looks crazy because it, it's just like rotting. The facade is gone. It's 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 really interesting to look at, especially in the clear waters, because like it really does just stop a few feet down into the sand mm-hmm. where the ship is mostly like buried. It looks like it has like a flesh eating virus. Yeah. It's yeah it's nuts. Wow, this is so cool. It, but the, the front part, the front hole is like mostly intact. I mean, mm-hmm. so, did you get to see this, Brian? No, I'm kicking myself. Dude. No, I did not. But I want to get you back trip. there. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Another, we uh, can afford ship, that. Another ship yeah, hits yeah. pilgrimage. Well, you'll probably, you're, you're thinking about getting a timeshare down there. Yeah. Oh, I signed up for one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you signed really up for three. Presentation. Yeah. You yeah. get free lunch? <laughs> oh, you better believe it, baby. <laughs> That's a, that was the best crab I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been there ever since, and it's uh, obviously become a local landmark. Um, there's also an interesting tie-in to the Selma and Galveston CD Pass. So during Prohibition, obviously, like we said, Galveston, a lot of illegal gambling and a lot of illegal booze. Mm-hmm. And at one point when federal agents, I guess they decided to make one trip down there, they seized illegal liquor from members of a smuggling ring in Galveston. They used the Selma to destroy the booze, Wait, what? which involved, I think, just going aboard the ship and smashing bottles <laughs> against the, it sounds, the side of it. It sounds kind of fun. Like so much fun. Yeah. yeah I mean, honestly. like, I'm not really with the feds on this usually, but yeah. I got to say, yeah, that's a good time. It is like when you see those videos of, uh, there's that really stupid one of, the mayor of New York, like bulldozing the dirt bikes, dirt yeah. bikes. And it's like, this oh, is yeah. so stupid and it's not impressive or cool or whatever. You no, think it, it doesn't solve the problem, but I fully understand the impulse and it looks really and fun. The visual to do. Of it. it yeah. looks fun. Yeah. yeah. To do. Well, Eric Adams followed it up and tried to do it again uh, and didn't even do it as well as de Blasio, which is <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> good. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like those those old black and white videos, and you'll see prohibition agents smashing bottles into a storm drain. Or yeah, something. yeah, I yeah. mean, it feels like where is all this glass going? This doesn't seem great. This no. is the same spirit that compelled uh, people to do the the crash at Crush, the the trains yeah. Uh, yeah, colliding exactly. into yeah, each yeah. other. It's it is it is pure just id. Yes, <laughs> just like I need to see this broken. Yeah, everyone's tapping into their inner twelve-year-old mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so in one bust, they took over eleven thousand bottles of liquor Whoa. to the Selma, smashed it in the hold of the ship. In all, nearly a million dollars worth of booze wow. were shattered oh against the Selma. Gee, and, so, and this is a thousand dollars during the twenties, or I'm sorry, million a million dollars, million dollars, a million dollars. Yeah. So that is. was a real million dollars, Whew. as they say. It sounds like it was a reward for the, like, all right, if you can get a bust this big, I tell you what, well, we're going to go out to that shipwreck and smash all of it. And everyone's like, what? Oh, 
<laughs> and they're definitely drinking it while they do this too. Absolutely. Oh, they have to. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100. Yeah. Hammered. But yeah, so it's still it's still there in Galveston. There have been a ton of plans over the years to convert it to something. Uh, there have been plans to make a fishing pier out of it, a resort. I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, even an oyster farm. Mm. None of those have happened. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, there have been plans over the years, but the ship has been a big subject of interest to uh, academic experts uh, due to its construction and basically how it is sort of, you know, degraded over the years yeah. due to being stuck in the water. Hey, if you work in, in any ship adjacent industry, if you know anything about this, I, I want to know like the, yeah, just the viability of a concrete ship long-term. Like, is this an yes. actual thing that could be used effectively? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, how realistic is it? Also, it's it's interesting because like concrete is not as abundant as it was a hundred years ago because of the boom in construction. So mm -hmm. like, oh. I'm wondering, is there any upside, like <laughs> at all, to this? Yeah. Um, oh, and for some reason, we they don't know why, but fish of all kinds flock to the wreck. Oh, <laughs> that is so it's cool. A huge. Yeah, I mean that's kind of I, fish. any pretty much any shipwreck I think ends up just like becoming a habitat Part of, the of ecosystem, its own because yeah, yeah, it's like a cover. It's it's kind of like a reef in a way. I mean, I, I, I do, <laughs> they have little places to hide. Yeah, yeah. I do wonder if because I mean they do become reefs, but I, I think also like sometimes the materials are still hazardous to the areas that they're left in or beached in or wrecked in. Yeah, but concrete, I would think now again we're stupid. Uh, right, but uh, but I ha I feel like it would not be as hazardous. Like I feel like concrete leaching into the water is probably not great, but also it's like made of just like earth, like in stone yeah, and kind stuff. Kind of like ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like a at least a slightly more natural. Now I can't speak to the rebar and the fittings and the <laughs> all right. kinds of stuff, but yeah. like I'm sure there's plenty of mercury in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough to keep you strong. It's also a regular stop uh, for dolphin tours. Dolphin tours are really fun Ooh. on the Gulf. I mm. can speak to that. Um, but yeah, the Selma was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1994. It's also been designated a state archaeological landmark by the Texas Antiquities Committee. And a former newspaper editor, A. Pat Daniels of Houston, <laughs> apparently bought it. What? In 1992. Um, I don't know if A. Pat is still, still owns it. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. Um, he would throw parties every year, like a birthday party for the ship. I don't know if he's still doing that. You know, if, if a Pat Daniels is still with us, but that was, huh. I don't know how you buy that. Yeah. I well, yeah. Like who are you even buying it from? Everything's got a price guys. <laughs> oh, in Texas, Texas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I want to buy that uh, ship. What ship? This protected land. How much you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is protect ten thousand dollars. It is yours, eh, Pat. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the Selma, and uh, so wait, but hold oh, on. Okay. Yeah. While, while the Selma and the Westfield, two of the most notable uh, shipwrecks in Galveston, researchers recently discovered another one. Some really interesting remains in the area. This was uh, 2013. They found the remnants of an early 19th century vessel about 150 miles off the Galveston coast. Whoa. So, and really cool. Researchers from Texas A&M University at Galveston and the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration, they did a salvage operation and they recovered artifacts from the wreck. 
They found all kinds of stuff, muskets, pistols, swords, cannon, oh, clothing. Awesome. That's a amazing. A ton of stuff. Yeah, super, super cool. Uh, they do not know what the ship is. They don't know where it came from, but they think all the artifacts, basically they estimate it was from somewhere between 1800, 1830. They, can't, okay. they think it could have been a warship, a pirate ship, a, a ship that was transporting arms or soldiers. So Pretty cool. Yeah, Whoa. that's amazing. I, I, I kind of like that. I don't know where it's from. That makes know, it better yeah. for me. It's a ghost ship. Yeah, they, they think it could have supported Spain or possibly Mexico during Mexico's war with Spain. It could have also helped Mexicans heading to Texas to support the Mexican army during the Texas Independence War. Or it could have been a ship sailing to provide arms for the Texans. We, we just don't know. Yeah. Uh, mostly Spanish and Mexican artifacts found on board. But... They did find some British cannons. So the there you go. The okay. Good old UK still selling some arms. Yeah, why not? Wow, that is, God, that is so cool. Yeah. Ah, man. Who knew Galveston, a hotbed for fascinating shipwreck activity? I know. <laughs> That's my pitch. That's my pitch for Galveston right there. Do you think we could do a Galveston shipwreck in every episode now? That's just yeah, the show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to have, uh, and we'll be headed down to Galveston, where that's kind of our new base of operations for the show. Yeah, exactly. Ahoy, uh, ahoy and welcome to Ship Hits the Stun. I've recently bought a concrete shipwreck that you, you uh, got a con- I'm converting <laughs> into a podcast studio. Yeah, it's, We're still trying to figure out power. It's a timeshare, so we have to record all our episodes in two weeks. Yes, yes, <laughs> once a year. But Oh, we hopes. should record from the Selma. I, that would be, I, of course. Th- that is my ultimate pie-in-the-sky dream for this show, is yeah. to record an episode on a ship and and what what's better, an episode on a shipwreck? Yeah, if that's possible. Yeah. Um, so if you have the connections to make that happen, get at us uh, in our inbox at Ship Hits Pod on Twitter yeah. and Instagram because, holy cow, would that be so cool? I know, so fun. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well. But yeah, there you go. Thank you, Brian, for regaling us. Yeah, this was fun. I liked it. That's our show. Uh, tune in next week. We got another good one for you. Yeah. What? What'd you say? Another good one for you. <laughs> okay, we got we got to wrap up because Patrick's brain is melting. Yeah. I can, his eyes are spitting into the back of his head. I haven't had my goo <laughs> that sustains me. We've got to put him back in his tank. I eat, I eat that kind of pudding. <laughs> that is the only thing that uh, keeps me alive. Yeah, so. we feed it to you and you're back to tank. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, we hope your bones bleach in these sands. Tell your mom, tell her book club, and rate and review the show. Thank you. Uh, we love you. <laughs> it's too early for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We like you. You sound we, desperate. We can see a future with you. Yeah. Follow us at Ship Hits Pod. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.